welcome to this week's episode of The Buzz Between. I'm Liv, and I'm joined by my man, Free. How are you doing? I'm all good. How are you? I'm good. Last week, a little short on the news. This week, everyone decided to say stuff. So, let's dive into it. Atomic Heart has a release date now after being delayed past 2022. It is releasing February 21st, 2023. Rui always thinks that games in February are just placeholders, so do you think it's going to get delayed again? Um, Probably not, just because I don't really know what it is. So, it's, it is a first-person action role-playing game. There's robots. Okay, so look, <laughs> I don't really know, but there's flying robots, and it looks really cool, and I really can't really tell you much about it. But <laughs> I just opened the uh, their Twitter page, and it's funny. It's a robot. You, there, you also have powers. You might be a human, though. It looks intriguing. So have you even heard of this game or no? No. I feel like it was shown at one of the events. Probably. Briefly, and then just never spoke about it again. Kind of, yeah. That's kind of what happened, I feel like. I have it wishlisted, but it's kind of something I'm more so like keeping an eye on. So maybe we will learn more about that in the future. On deck, Free. I'd like to hear your thoughts on a little change that maybe the mm. Witcher TV. Oh, mm. oh. Free, no. what happened? What happened? Henry Cavill has announced he is walking away from the Witcher, and I am so disappointed. But then, what makes it even worse is the replacement, which is Liam Hemsworth. Why? I do not know. But I know why he's walking, because apparently the directors want to get away from the books in the game. And Henry Cavill's very much, you know, we're sticking true to it. And kind of a spoiler for Black Adam, but Mr. Cavill's going back to DC, so there you go. Um, Yeah. I think they've missed a massive opportunity by keeping Henry, but also the replacement, I think we could have done a lot better. So my personal pick would have been Mads Mikkelsen, is it? I know who that is, yeah. Yeah. I think he could have been the new Geralt, but we would have had to do a time skip, which in the grand (laughs) scheme of things with The Witcher, it's doable. Okay. So. I would have just done that. He's not as beefy as Henry, but you can get away with that with him being older. When he grows a beard, he does look very Geralt. So I think we've missed a massive thing there where we've got babyface Liam who looks younger than Henry. So So, you think we missed a massive opportunity with the time skip? Huge, huge. Because Liam looks younger than Henry. So how are they going to explain this? They can't. If, at least if we went down Mads, he looks older. But yeah, they've messed up The Witcher, so I'll probably watch season three and then be done with it, which is heartbreaking because season one and two was amazing. So, you think... Well, okay, so do you care that they're taking away from the book? Like, are you, is it that depends. a concern for you? Like, Yes and no. 
Well, it could be good. It could be. But the fact that we're having to replace the main character with someone who looks younger than him, you're not going to get past that. And Henry yeah. like replayed all the games, read all the books before he took the part, where Liam probably hasn't, probably doesn't intend to, and it probably won't get past season four. Mm. So they ruined it. The only the only thing we've got is apparently fans have done a petition to sack the directors. Oh. To try and get Henry to come back. But the only hope we have left now, I think, is Henry said in season one he would finance up to season seven himself. He's a super fan. Because he's a fan. So maybe once season four flops, Henry goes off and does it on his own. Maybe. Hopefully. Because at least then he's sticking to everything we know. And we've got the OG back. Hmm. Well, we will have to keep an eye on that. But with your fans overall pissed. Yes. Correct reading on that. <laughs> okay. So that is Free's rant of the week. Unless he has another one. We will see as we progress with the news. The Last of Us got two little updates. We're getting a board game. Which I briefly read about. You get to play as Ellie, Joel, Tess, Bill, or Marlene. And you basically go on this quest. And there's a crafting mechanic in the board game as well. I don't really understand how that's going to work. My concern is, how much is this going to cost? Because these Kickstarter board games are always super expensive. For well, example. Be. It's going to be like 100, 120. Board games shouldn't be that expensive. Yeah, but video games shouldn't be ex- expensive. So, and this you get more, more out of more expensive than the video game. Yeah, but you get more <laughs> physically. I. Okay, I'm thinking more of the experience. I mean, like, how long does it take to play a board game? An hour, two hours? Depends on the board game. I guess, yeah, but. The Horizon board game, which kind of sounds interesting to me. It's like $100 yeah. without shipping. What I've noticed is video game, game board games are naturally more expensive. So Resident what Evil 3, no, Resident Evil 2, that was like 100 Um, Obviously, Stardew was like 70 and that, yeah, I heard that looks that insanely. That really hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, the amount of stuff in that box is unreal. So obviously Horizon again that was like a hundred. Dark Souls is or was a hundred. So they're just going to be that because people will pay it because they're a fan. Now if you don't buy it, what's your you excuse? Personally? Yeah, you. Probably. Considering you buy everything else. <laughs> Two things. Um the price and also who would I play with? I don't have anyone that would be... Maybe my neighbor would be interested in playing with me, but um, right. so. that's probably what's deterred me from buying board games in the past. Because, like, realistically, I would like to try the Horizon Zero Dawn board game. I would like to try the Stardew Valley board game, but, like, the people in my life wouldn't be interested in playing, I suppose. I'll flip it then. So let's say it's 100 for this Last of Us game. Okay. How much did you spend on Last of Us Part 1 for four comics? 
Is it four comics? <laughs> um, a lot. So your point doesn't really stand. Well, I don't need other people to read a comic or to play a video game. Yeah, but you you're the super fan. And you're going to have I people am. play the go- game with it eventually. <laughs> yeah, when Jess moves to America. Exactly. I've but you're also not, you probably won't be able this. to get it then. <laughs> I was. I also thought about this when it was announced. I was like, hey, how opposed would you be if we sat on um, the video chat and I moved your piece for you? Would you play with me? <laughs> See, exactly. There's ways around it. Yeah, I know. So this, uh, you could pre-order it five days from today, so November 8th. It will be four as you're listening. And I'll I'll check it out. I'll check it out. See what happens. But I didn't like that they didn't announce it with the price. And then it saw I saw Kickstarter and I was like, mm, it's probably gonna be upper echelon. Are you into board games? No. Okay. Not I was gonna really. ask. Like I didn't think you were gonna be interested in this at all, but you know, it's nice to ask. <laughs> but something you might be interested in is The Last of Us HBO show is announced for January fifteenth. Coming out with nine episodes. Excited or patient? I don't know. Like, okay. Give I actually don't else. know. So, because it's HBO, it means we're gonna have to wait a week between stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got used to my Witcher routine of binge watching it in a day. But then, is this just gonna be the first game? Yes. So it's going to end. Season nine is going to end the first game. Yeah. So it's nine episodes. And in the trailer, they do show Left Behind. They And then it's supposed to take over the course of the first game. And I guess the prequel, too. Unless they just do flashbacks. So they casted Riley. So does that so... mean in season two, it's Last of Us Part Two? I, I feel like it depends on how the first season goes. I don't know. I mean, typically, TV operates a lot differently than video games in the sense that, like, maybe in the middle of season one, they were like, we're renewed for season two mm. or shortly after. But from my understanding, it takes place over the duration of the first game, and there are going to be elements of Left Behind. I don't know how you're going to cover that in nine episodes. I'm assuming they're going to be like the 45, 60 minute episode because there's no way you're doing that in 20 minutes. <laughs> but that's all I really know. You see, if that is the case, I know I'm not going to bother with season two. Where I think they should stretch it longer than it is and do like more background stuff. So, like, Last of Us Part One, where what happens at the start of the game with Joel. And then yeah. it, it gives you that time skip, 20 years or whatever. I think that should be covered. Mm, okay, interesting. That That's how I probably might have gone about season one. Okay. It's like the lead up to that, and then go from that point onwards. That's interesting because a lot of people always wanted to know that 20-year gap with Joel and Tommy. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. You, they, they were in the Fireflies and the non the Fireflies and all this sort of stuff. And it's just like, you need that kind of stuff 
they drag it out. Otherwise, you're going to do like 18 episodes potentially, and you, and you're done. So what? Why tie your hands so bad? I see your point. I'd be interested in that, but maybe they're going to expand on the story. I mean, I don't. There's not a whole lot known about it, to be fair. Mm. So I like your idea, though. It just makes sense because look at the Walking Dead. How long did that go on for? Huh? The Walking Dead. Compare it to that lot. How long did that get dragged out for? I tried to watch episode one of The Walking Dead, and I didn't like it because I had previously read all the comics and played the games, which I know the 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 video game is separate from the series, but I assumed that the comics and the TV show would align. Yeah. It goes off the rails! So, they're not similar at all. Mm. So, I couldn't get into it. But yes, they got spinoffs on spinoffs. Those spinoffs have spinoffs. Like, uh... Yeah. So. But that really just kind of, like, tore down time you know like, mm. i don't feel like a lot of people are into it as any as much anymore no but again like th- there's that much kind of in the last of us but like, the whole firefly development all that sort of stuff you, you're skipping quite a lot yeah and really the last of us isn't that long so what they're gonna do like episode one john meets ellie and then just like kind of leave it at the end of that Episode two test dies. Hey, uh, it's like it's not particularly long, and if we go in nine hours across that, it's basically yeah, a know. chapter in the Last of Us per episode, near enough. Could be. I don't know. But I just hope there's enough me. clickers in them. Hope they don't cheap uh, out and do yeah. it like two bits, and that's the end of it. I don't think so. You saw the end of that. HBO trailer when they showed the clicker mm. it looks so good and that's why I want to see more of them because I don't oh, want sure it to be like will. that where you're walking through the supermarket well no the office box sorry the first time you encounter the clickers in the game Yes. Yeah. I just don't want it to be like that and then them gone for ages and then one little bit again and then them gone for ages I don't think so I wouldn't assume that they would do that did they do that in The Walking Dead where they go like episodes without zombies it's to, sometimes. Oof. But then they could just fob it off with just the infected because they're everywhere and not a full clicker. Mm, I see. I don't know. I'm interested. So we will check back in in a few months to see if you and I are still enjoying <laughs> it or hype. Next up on the news, we got... Embracer Group had acquired a couple studios, but they already shut down one of them, Onoma. They took control of a Canadian studio that acquired a couple games rights, and they did this because they're pivoting to focus only on PC and console. So why did you buy this company just to shut them down? Take whoever's worth taking, maybe? What do you mean? Obviously, if you acquire them, you, you technically hire them, don't you? Yeah, and then they fired all of them. Yeah, but if, <laughs> yeah, but did they, though? I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like maybe they just kept what they wanted from the acquisition, <laughs> maybe. 
So the major titles like Tomb Raider and such? Potential. And then obviously, because like, that's the only way that you'd ever have a chance of getting them. You buy the company and then dispose of the company and then you've kept everything. Sounds like the Twitter. Mm. The Twitter uh, acquisition recently. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. So, I don't really follow the Embracer group. I feel like they just show up every once in a while. They're like, we bought this. Okay, yeah. like, ha- are they going to publish anything yet? <laughs> like, what's going on? So, any thoughts on that? No, just like, the games that they've got, there's money to be made. We just need to make the game. Yeah, you would think that would be a good starting place, yeah. But one company that is making some games remedy entertainment they have a lot coming up and none of them have any dates so let's discuss there are two games that are in the control universe and they have been rumored for like a real long time so we got codename condor which is a four-person co-op player versus everyone type of game which when control was announced they were talking about how it would be a multiplayer game. And everyone on last-gen consoles were like, this can't work out. There's too much going on. The frame rate would drop a lot. So in my opinion, I feel like this has to be next-gen and PC. Would you agree? Well, I think that's the only route left, but I still don't think next-gen would probably cope. Really? Well, look at the so issues with Gotham Knights. Hmm? Like the first next-gen game, Gotham Knights, that had so many frame rate issues, and there's not that much to it, so. There was a lot of developers that were blaming the Xbox Series S on that because it's a streaming thing. What's that so, got to do are... with the Series X and the PS5? So, would you just say, like, it's not available on that platform? Maybe, but I but still how think... how we go around this? <laughs> I don't get it. It was either so Gotham Knights was either so poorly made, it just couldn't play on anything, because the Series X and the PS5 both had major issues. Mm-hmm. But that, what we were talking about the other week of the next gen worth it. If this is your first next gen only game, which it is, it's not really setting a good bar for this, is it? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I am interested in playing a control multiplayer game, I think. It's something I kind of test out, but the other control game, Codename Heron, which is Remedy's bigger budget control game that's in its concept stage. So this is very far off, I would assume. Control 2, rather. But there's still time for you to play it. Why? Because it doesn't interest me at all. Like, oh, I feel so bad fact, for you. It, it, I, why? Like, it's nothing, amazing. It, it, the fact that the big bad is a fridge, I'm correct with that, yeah? No, that the, is one thing. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck do I want to fight a fridge? You don't fight a fridge, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the... just, I, I think I loaded it all once, had a little go. I was like, yeah, it's cool throwing things about, but apart from that. The lore is so good, and yeah, I, I find care. it so fun. There, I think the fridge is a meme, man, but it's okay. It's 
so what Furry is referring to is there are objects of power and you go and cleanse them and you fight demons within some of them. And there's a very, there's a side mission where you have to cleanse an object of power, which is a fridge. And then this like big, I want to call it worm looking thing with a big eye comes out and you fight him called the former. I feel like he's probably not a worm, but I'm going to compare him to a worm. Actually, it has legs. Whatever, up to interpretation. So, um, I don't know. I found the lore in this game really fun, and I like that even when you beat the game, you could just go around and like do whatever you want. And now they've added, they've added this like within a DLC. But there's like an arcade machine you could go in and you could replay like boss fights and there's challenge modes. Like, I don't know. I just wish I had New Game Plus mode, man. That's the only complaint about Control that I have. <laughs> I say you should play it, but whatever. How about this for you? Remedy and Tencent are co-publishing a game called Vanguard. It is a free-to-play cooperative multiplayer game. It's in the proof-of-concept stage, which I don't really know what that's all about, but it's going to be free-to-play, so... What do you think? Is just this like a normal gun game, do you think? Or do you think it's going to have supernatural be. elements? Well, I don't know. If it's done by control or whatever, then it'd have to have some kind of supernatural, wouldn't it? Probably. I don't know. There is... This was announced last December, so we're almost up on like a whole year of it and still don't know anything about it. But there you go. It's but coming. Have you seen Blight Survival, though? I feel like I saw that title on my timeline yesterday, but yes. don't know what it is. So, so I think yesterday they showed off some alpha footage, which okay. looks sick. So think along the lines of Evil Dead slash Back for Blood slash Left for Dead, but medieval. Okay. So four-player co-op, and you're going through... There's crafting in it, but it's basically working your way through these areas and cleansing them of the undead. Now, some of the fighting in the game look very For Honor-esque, but it looks unbelievable considering it's only in alpha. They haven't said what platforms it's on, but you would have to suggest PC, PS5, Series X. So whenever that finally drops, that could be cool. So you got your eye on something. I do. I'll have to look at the trailer because I feel like I totally scrolled by that yesterday. It was all over my TikTok yesterday. (laughs) Literally every (laughs) second video was that. I was like, okay. (laughs) Fruy, please watch. You will like this. (laughs) That's all I got out of it. Something else Fruy might like during this Remedy Entertainment thing was that Max Payne 1 and 2 remake is coming and they are working alongside Rockstar Games. Are you concerned about this, or are you excited? Because the GTA Definitive Edition was a massive flop when it came to... I would call that a port. I wouldn't call it a remaster or remake. So this has the title Remake. So I think it'll be fine, because I think they know how bad the Definitive was, so they need to make sure this one's right. But okay. yes, I'm very much looking forward to doing my slow motion diving with my pistols. Okay. So, do you have? Is your high hopes for this just like 
you think they're learning from past mistakes or are you actually just like trying to manifest that they do? I'm trying to manifest. It's Rockstar, let's face it. They, they could just do nothing and not give a shit. But, yeah, and people will pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I generally think because of how bad the GTA trilogy was, that they will try to make sure this is up there because if they keep going down this route of bringing these classics back, it will hit a point where no one will just bother because of how bad they are. Yeah. But there's no point paying $50 or whatever if you've still got the PS2 disc because it's playing the same. To round out this Remedy Entertainment, we are... Let's say they are telling us that Alan Wake is going to come out next year still, but we got like really nothing about this. We had like a teaser and then they're just like, yeah, it's coming. So do you think it's actually coming out 2023? No. They also announced that Alan Wake TV show is in development at AMC, which I think could be really good because I felt like the weakest part of Alan Wake was the gameplay. Did you play yeah. Alan Wake? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Would you agree I, with that? Maybe. I, I generally think this could be like a next level TV show. Yeah. Because Why it, is that? if they do it right and get it to more of a horror format, yeah. then I think it's what the market needs. Because we keep getting like these horror series which aren't really horror they're just kind of either like gore or it's just like over the top trying to be scary where it doesn't quite work where i think this if they can get it like the game and turn that into like a tv show then the horror tv genre if you like will get a whole new shake up i like that i like that i like the story of alan wake but i did not enjoy playing it on steam when i bought it for like a (laughs) dollar I still want to, like, buy the remaster, but, like, it's not a high priority for me. So, out of this, what are you most excited about? Probably the Alan Wake TV show. I think that's very interesting. Mm. I love Control, and I love... I love Control, so (laughs) I'm probably most excited about Control 2. Like, I'm going to give the multiplayer a chance whenever that comes out, but, like, I'm not really big on that kind of stuff. I guess... The biggest news of the week was that the PSVR 2 launches February 22nd, 2023. Pre-orders start in two weeks, November 15th. The price of it is pretty much the price of the PS5 disc version. It might be more expensive. It is Is more expensive. Is it $100 more? Something like that, yeah. So, there's going to be 20 titles at launch, and they announced 11 of them. What are your thoughts? I think they've outpriced it. Here's... I was going back and forth on this. Obviously, the headset was cheaper than the PSVR. Or the headset was cheaper than the PS4, the first iteration of it. Was it? Actually, I bought a bundle. For me, it They were the same price, weren't they? Anyway. My point was, it wasn't that great. Hmm. So... When compared to PC, I was thinking like the Valve Index and the whatever the other one's called, Hive. Mm -hmm. 
So you're paying like two grand for your PC, and then you're paying another two grand for that. That's four grand. You bought so this is like a fourth of the price if you combine them for console. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. But like we, you and I, we did a whole episode on VR games, and the bar for entry is just really high. So I feel like people that bought the console are going to be turned off, which is not great because it's for console. What are you thinking? I think it shouldn't have been too much higher than 300. But okay. it's it's a weird one because, yeah, there's going to be 20 games. How often are we going to be bringing out VR games to warrant paying the same price as a console where I'm getting games every month? Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen. Two, is it actually going to be any good? Because the VR was terrible. Like utter trash on the PS4. It was rough, and I would contribute that to using the PS uh, PS Move controllers for the PS3. So, like, we're ditching all of that. It's not supposed to be backwards compatible with the flop titles, but one of the games that you could have bought on PSVR one was Pistol Whip, and they are offering you a free upgrade. So, I feel like games will probably do that. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't get it. Why wouldn't it be if the console is backwards compatible? Where's your logic? I think the logic is in, like, they used PS3 technology for the PS4 VR. Obviously, you can play the VR with a normal controller. See, that's something I'm not really into, to be honest. No, it's terrible, but you can do it. So the movement is better if you use a normal controller. You've not got to do that shitty like teleport, teleport, teleport. You can physically walk. Mm. So some games that works really well, like the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, that was terrible with the controllers. But if you use an actual controller, it was actually all right until you, you come can to play your shooting. Game with the yeah, if you just like, like regular controller, yeah, if you just like move forward. But aiming's awful on there because the move controller doesn't. Well, the controller doesn't really go where you want it to. Yeah, I found that game super challenging, and that is ultimately why I sold my PSVR. So it's like, I don't understand why these games that can't be backwards compatible, if the controller's going down that, like, the Vive route of having an analog stick on one controller, so you can walk like you do on the PC versions, why can't you just do that? It's not hard, because the coding must be there, because you could play it with a normal controller. Mm. So you instantly cut your catalog in half, and it is a fad. No one that owns a VR gets it out every week. Or every time they load up or anything like that. It is yeah. very, very niche. And mm-hmm. for the amount that's on there, it's, it's really not worth it, says the guy that's had two or three. But at least the PC side of it, the catalog's outrageously large. Yeah. And you can play fan stuff, which more often than not is probably better. Yeah, the Meta Quest, which is the one that I have that I got last year, which of course they announced the Meta Quest 2 after. Um, <laughs> they have something called Side Quest, which you could go on, and it's like fan made stuff or small developers, which you could pay a fee, but a lot of the stuff that I've played was free. And if you wanted to, you can plug it in to your computer to do Steam VR. So 
I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. I feel like the price isn't that surprising just because of how much it is for the PC VR stuff. But like you said, it's niche and people that are spending the money for VR typically are probably okay with the price if they're, a, you know what I mean? Mm. The other thing is, like, obviously, we're on about the price in this, that, the other, but it, it's also like the quality you get, I suppose. But yeah, PC is overall more expensive, but long term cheaper. Yeah. So you, you pay 1500 2000 for your PC. And then, like the HTC Vive or whatever was like 800 I think, when I looked at getting one. So let's say you put 2 8 into it. You can get a lot of free games. The Steam sales are, are a joke. <laughs> yeah. Where if you're going down the P, uh, PS side of it, then you're looking at 1000 to 1200 for the console and that. Then it's 70 per game. The sales are never really that good. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you, you sp- it lasts you 10 years or whatever. But for every £70, you could get a game on PC for like 20 I wonder what the price is for the PSVR games, which was not going to be announced at this time. But I thought it was funny that they announced this in like a blog post. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no event. No, it, it, this is what I mean, though. It's just so weird. So, like, on the PSVR, I want to say, like, the norm was 40, 40 to 50, but that was just the normal a- anywhere. So, it sounds mm-hmm. like to, I would probably guess they'll be 70, unless mm-hmm. they're not very good, and then they'll probably be, like, 40. But even then, like, once you've played it, when's your next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least on the... PC side of it, you have an outrageously large catalogue. So the chances are you'll always have something new to play, which then you get your money's worth. Yeah. Something to keep an eye on on the coming months. Indeed. That does it for this week's news, but we have a little bit of a rumour that Fruy will have more to say than I will. So let's get to it. has a 10-year deal to make three Marvel games, one in which is Iron Man. One is possibly Black Panther. The third one, they haven't said anything. What are your thoughts on EA making superhero games? Is this kind of like, eh, or do you think they could do a good job? I mean, they might do a good job. I mean, Square Enix haven't really done a good job (laughs) when when they've had their attempts, so I'm for it. It has been a while since we've had a good superhero game. Like we said, Gotham Knights flopped. Avengers was trash. Guardians was okay. I thought you liked that game. What, Guardians? Yeah, of the Galaxy? Yeah, no, it was all right. It wasn't what I would have wanted from one. Oh, okay. So EA might be able to pull it off. I found it more interesting that Iron Man's back, considering not long ago we were on about how they'd scrapped it. Yeah. So, but then I'd also like the fuel and the speculation online is that there is going to be a new Iron Man in the movies with a new actor. So it kind of ties in, I suppose. 
Oh, so you think this could be around the movie, possibly? Potentially. I mean, th this is what we miss. Like, the PS2 and Xbox were, like, good for this sort of stuff because you had, like, Captain America's Iron Man's Wolverine's um, Hulk, Thor. Like, they were just games based off the movies, so you could just play through them, like, the old PS2 days. Yeah. So it would be nice to kind of go back down that route. Because it opens up another massive market. Okay, yeah, yeah. What do you think about Black Panther? Do you think that's legitimate? Or do you I, think I don't see why not. Because like, they put Black Panther in the Avengers, which I did find a little bit poor timing. Considering, I think, oh. like, the week before he died. Yeah. But... As soon as that film came out, the first thing that everyone was going on is when do we get a game? Is he going into the Avengers? Mm. So, yeah, that would be cool. The Isn't third game... Huh? Wasn't there two Black Panther movies? The, the, the new one's out now or coming out okay. soon. Okay. So, yeah, is that thing of, like, we've all been waiting for something along these lines of getting like T'Challa or whoever it's going to be. But then the third game, I, I don't know who or what that could be. Unless we're going down Captain America again, maybe. Okay. So, is there any superhero you would like them to make? Oh, there's, there's a few, but I know we're getting Wolverine. Yeah. We know we're getting Spider-Man too. Correct. I would like Venom, but I think they're just going to shoot him, horn him into Spider-Man too, because he is on the concept trailer or whatever they're calling it. Um, okay, yeah. Doctor Strange would be amazing. So I'll go Doctor Strange. I know it's not going to be Doctor Strange, but I want it to be Doctor Strange. <laughs> Why? Because I don't think he actually gets enough. Enough what? Content? Like, in the yeah, movies? Yeah, so like, his, the two movies are probably two of my favourites. But I just don't think... Most fans kind of like him. Oh, okay, he's not as popular. Yeah. He's the Waluigi of the bunch. I guess, yeah. <laughs> That's the only comparison I could make. But I don't watch it. That would be cool, because we've had the Guardians. We've had the Avengers. So I would like... I can see it being Captain America, because then obviously you've kind of gone back to the roots, because you've had Iron Man and Avengers. Maybe Thor, but... Definitely not after Love and Thunder. So yeah, I, I would really like a Doctor Strange, but I could see it being Captain America slash the Falcon. And that is your free analysis. I don't watch superhero movies if you listen to this podcast. So if you have any suggestions, tweet at us and free will respond to you. <laughs> so that does it for this week's news and rumors. So let's talk about what we've been playing. Bruce, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? I think Definitely it's just... Late. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's just a couple of games of Dead by Daylight this week. Yeah, that is it. How is it getting back into it? All right. Like, Halloween was a, a tough time with uh, the amount of jump scared Michael Myers that were playing that night. Ah, they were in character. Yeah. But yeah, apart from that, yeah, it's cool. New killer out on the 22nd. Looking forward to that. Yeah, you brought that up yesterday. I didn't watch the trailer, so who is it? What are we expecting in Dead by Daylight? It is a knight 
so medieval. That's interesting. Who has the ability to summon three demon slash spirit things? Like the zombies that walk around? Yeah, and no. So these can attack you, but they can kick you gens and break pallets. This sounds already really annoying. <laughs> but the new survivor, I don't know what his name is, but he has abilities to, if you get a great skill check, the killer will appear on the map for you so you can see where they are. You can okay. store energy while working on gens, so you make the gen a bit quieter. You do 0.5 repairing slower, but you can like bank it. So if you've done a couple of them, then you can just drop in a lot of repairing one go. Uh... So essentially, you could fully you could dump straight into a gen, and it'd be fully done to a degree. Like a percentage of it. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's in there, which is quite cool. Um, I'm interested to see what the lore is behind the two of them because the guy, the survivor, has like weird tattoos on his neck, but they're glowing, like bright oh. blue, and the knight's bright green. So it'd be interesting to see what goes on there. But the Mori looks like the best Mori in the game. What is it? So the all four or three spirits and the knight will take turns in attacking you. And they've all got their own little twisted thing, and then the knight finishes you off. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Can't wait to be murdered by a knight. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you've been playing? No, it's just that. This week, I I think this is like last weekend, but I finally platinumed or got 100% of the achievement, as for would like to correct me, in right. Call of the Lamb. Game's really cute. And you can keep playing after you, like, get all the trophies, so that's fun. Last week, I said that I bought RPG Time The Legend of Right, but mm -hmm. I hadn't played it yet, so I'm about... I think I'm halfway through. It's, I feel like it's a pretty short game. Uh, this game... It's very cute. I think that it accomplishes what it wants to accomplish, but I have a hard time playing it for long spurts. So if you haven't heard of this game, it's basically like a pop-up book, essentially. What this little kid after school made a story about this superhero going to rescue this princess. And you could really tell that they had the intention of, like, this is, would be his resources if he made this game in a classroom. And I think that's really unique. It's not like a heavy-hitting story, obviously. So that's a big change for me. And there's no voice acting. So this game accomplishes what it was supposed to accomplish. And I'll figure it out if... I'm not sure if it's worth a replay right now, but it's pretty cute. So if you're looking for something cute, I recommend it. Not for you, though. Not for you at all. So, I think that does it for this week's The Buzz Between. Thank you for listening to The Buzz Between. You can find us on all of Between Two Gamers podcasting platforms and our YouTube channel and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. I think that's where we all are. So, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.